It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Coach R, yesterday... Uh... Nation? <laughs> Man, I think uh, <laughs> that right there is a perfect example of who was twerking. Yes, <laughs> oh, also, let's go. Let's go, baby. I want to put a mic on Jeff. Let's go. Let's go. Yeah, yeah, mic okay. up. Oh, my so God. So, everybody in the comments, I get here at 1230. Jake and RK are barely getting here. You don't want to do they this. They don't understand. They, you they don't want to do this. They are telling me we'll be right there. I got here in time. I was trying to do what was needed. And they were still upstairs twerking. If anybody's twerking, they have sore thighs. You don't want to do this. Their ass is fully like shaking still from the amount of twerking they were doing today. You don't want to do this, brother. We probably... No, never mind. Uh, You're right. He doesn't want to do this. We're just going (laughs) to move on. Where's Alyssa, man? I miss her. I'm thinking of her. Miss her. (laughs) What's up, chat? How you guys doing today? Uh, (laughs) They're getting on Yaya now. See what you do, Yaya? I'm going to end the stream right here. <laughs> I'm just going to end it, and it's going to be everybody's com- It's gonna be everybody's fault in the comments. Day 7 of camp. You weren't there. Neely wasn't there. But I was there. There you go. The one-legged tripod. Yes, yes. That's called a monopod. <laughs> there you go. But I stood strong. I believe it. I believe it. Could have gotten that camera a little closer to Pat. Well, I, I feel like I was pretty close, but... <laughs> Um, it, what a day. <laughs> yeah, so uh, no players today. No players. No coaches today. No coaches today. Just an analyst. Just an analyst. But no. a very experienced one at that. Yes. Pat Shermer on the podium today uh, gave the reason why he joined Coach Prime in the Buffs, uh, I guess technically. He just said he knows a lot of people, basically. Uh, one call led to another. A uh, few things personally in his life kind of happened, and just he wound up back here in Colorado. Now he's coaching for Coach Prime. Yeah, and what he told the team when he came up there is the big reason he's here is because he believes in Coach Prime. Mm-hmm. And I believe that. Um, Yaya uh, actually made a good point before the show, one of the very few. <laughs> um, he said, you know, could Colorado be that next – kind of coaching rehab facility uh and the meaning behind that of course is looking at what happens at alabama right um anytime a coach like a high profile coach gets fired it feels like they end up on alabama staff as a analyst a couple guys have gotten coordinator jobs there you know bill o'brien an example lane kiffin an example steve sarkeesian an example damn i'm just rattling them off um (laughs) 
And so, you know, what, what those guys know is, hey, when I come here, um, we're not going to lose. And when you're a part of winning, you become more attractive Yep. Uh, in all facets of life, but especially in the coaching uh, category. So what happens is, you know, you bring in these guys, they're a part of the, the come up. And then, oh, well, you know, he was involved at Colorado during that big t- turnaround. Maybe Pat Shermer, uh, you know, could come here and, and help us out with our quarterbacks or whatever it is. Um, so I don't think that's necessarily the only reason why he's here. Mm-hmm. But I do think his belief in Coach Prime plays into that, right? He thinks, okay, this is going to be something special that happens here. Um, I'd like to be a part of it. Uh, he had nothing but praise for Coach Prime and what's going on at Colorado. He didn't give up too much. Um, but what he did say, I mean... He's bought in, it seems. He's a fan of Sean Lewis's offense. He said something that we've heard from multiple people, which is that it's football, man. Like, flat curl is flat curl. Four verts is four verts. Yeah. Like, it's it's football at the end of the day. But there's little things about this offense that make it unique. Um, didn't go too in-depth on Shador or anything. Obviously praised him, said he looking good in camp. Um, that's all we got out of him today, though. Yeah, and so Big Teasy says, some in the chat feel it's his personality. I and others feel Shermer, Shermer doesn't feel happy with his job slash role. How do you two feel? Well, um, assuming he was happy with his offensive coordinator job in Denver, uh, or happier, it was the exact same Pat Shermer. Yeah. Um, and, you know, even before all the losing and, you know, media bashing of, of his job that he was doing at, 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 in Denver, that's just his personality. Mm-hmm. In my opinion, 100% his personality. He is very soft-spoken. Um, he doesn't want to really give anything away. What I found interesting is I thought maybe in his seat, he had a little more um, room to just like go really go on the positive side. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like just... If he just said, hey, I'm really impressed with Sean Lewis. He's amazing. This offense is fantastic, blah, blah, blah. That would have, not, that would have been nice. Right. Um, Shador, he could have gushed about Shador and just said all the great things that he's seen from Shador. He's just not that way. He'll give you a little bit, uh-huh. and that's about it. He did say he's very impressed by the skill players that they have at CU. That's which good. Which is something Shador has talked about, Coach Prime has talked about, Neely's talked about. Uh, Sean Lewis has talked about so the stock on just the wide receivers I guess in general just way way up and they're gonna be as Sean Lewis called it angels of this offense yep absolutely Tyler Brown said he didn't like your question for what it's worth I did I (laughs) thought it was a pretty good question (laughs) yeah I did too I did too um but you know there's there's that classic out uh that a lot of coaches use one is what he said i don't come i don't make comparisons two is uh, i don't operate in hypotheticals like you know there's just the, there's also shador's a unique player he doesn't really compare to anyone like yeah for sure i just mean the coaches you know sir, coaches that don't want to say anything have a lot of go-tos yes and uh, i think that was one of them um i mean he's been an nfl coach close to 25 plus years he sounded like one up on the podium today yeah totally so wasn't exactly surprising I still, I'll just circle back to this because it, it's reignited today. People have been like, OMG, the Buffs have Pat Shermer. Like, good luck with that. It's like, he's an analyst. 
Yes. He's a guy who has worked with some of the best offensive minds ever. Yes. He's here to give Coach Prime and the coaching staff his opinions. Right. Not install an offense or teach technique, or he's not even allowed to teach technique. Yes. Um, he's here to provide a, a very experienced set of eyes. So you can, you know, try and dunk on that all you want. A lot of Broncos not slap Broncos fans who aren't Buffs fans. Yeah. You know, getting their uh, their shots in. It's really uh, it can only be a positive thing. Just to go deeper on that, because he did talk about that, actually, like his role and what he's doing. Mentioned he can't talk to players. He can't coach one on one. Just mentioned helping out this coaching staff. Then he talked about on game days like he's not even like involved with the team. He said on game days, I'm watching the game just like you guys. Like I'm not even able to really have an impact on the game. Yep. So his role is so minimal. Um, if anything, it's like quality control. Um, yeah, that's, like, what, that's what they call it in the NFL. Yeah, quality sounding control. board, basically. Yes. And someone, I mean, you already have multiple Power 5 head coach, or sorry, college head coaches who are on the, uh, on the staff. You add in an NFL coach mm-hmm. on the staff. All you're doing is adding to your depth of knowledge. And I think it's a good thing. I think it's a good thing. I, I, I think Colorado is the only program in the country who would put an analyst on the podium. Yeah. Uh, and I say that in a good way. Oh, for sure. But, um, you know, I wish you would have given us a little more. Um, but he's a extremely, extremely experienced football mind. Yes. All right. There's a graph that uh, we sent you, Yaya. Let's take a look. Let's see. We, this is another storyline. Uh, we talked about one storyline from the spring that's somehow still carried over yesterday. And this one still pops up, too, which is the size of this team. Mm. They look like JV kids, blah, yep. blah, blah. Let's uh, take a look at the data, though. Well, really quick. I just don't understand where they're getting that shit from. It's got to be the, the fucking things on the heads, bro. Yeah, the, the the halo caps. Yes. I mean, I guess big head makes your body look small. Yeah. Um, but it, I just think it's one of those things like I talked about yesterday. Once a narrative is written, uh, no one's going to go back and, and rewrite it. Right. Especially if they liked the narrative. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, if, if that's what you wanted to hear, that Colorado's too small, they're not going to be able to compete. Well, you're not going to go back and check your work and be like, oh, they've upgraded size at every single position substantially. Yeah. You're just like, oh, yeah, they're small. And then you see a picture that, you know, you think can maybe feed into that. Um, I'll say this. I had the bookmarks out yesterday. Oh, yeah? Adding to the bookmarks. Let's go. Yeah. It's growing. Yep. Yeah, let's do it. This is what the data says. So here's what we're looking at. This is a graph from at CFB numbers. This is... Um, your y-axis is going to be weight, uh, x-axis, average weight. x-axis, average percentile for height. So these are percentiles. At the top of the screen, it says 2023 rosters, position-based percentiles since 2014. So it's kind of comparing historical data to this year's roster. You can see CU on the very right there, um, grouped in, ironically enough, with Nebraska and Michigan State. Um, yeah. Minnesota also there, too. Um but what this says, basically for the Buffs, they are one of the tallest teams in the country. Mm-hmm. And when it comes to weight, they're just below average, barely. Yeah, for sure. And, you know, we've talked a little bit about how, um, 
you know, they could use a little more size on the interior of the defensive line. I think if they had like two guys like that, you'd probably be right up at, around, you know, that middle line. Um, but it is hilarious for Nebraska fans of all people to be saying that they look yes. small when literally same weight and their team shorter. Yep. Um, so CU is taller than Nebraska. They're basically on par um, weight side or weight wise with teams like Miami, UCF, Ole Miss, uh, Washington State's in there, um, Northwestern, GT, UTSA. Uh, who else is there? Tulane. So. And I wish you could see, I uh, wish you had the actual numbers, like what the average weight actually was. Right. Rather than percentile. Just because I would assume it's like a couple pounds between where Colorado is and where like um, Mississippi State and Iowa State is. Right. Yeah. And Washington's in that too, as well as TCU. Yep. These are all teams. Arizona's right there as well. Like these teams are all grouped together. Like CU is not like taking on teams way above them on this. They're all in the yep. same bracket. Absolutely. Um, and Colorado's yeah. a speed team. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. Like they're not a, they're not designed to punch you in the mouth uh, and run it down your throat all day long. Now, hopefully they have a strong enough running game to do those sorts of things. Um, but you know, you look at like Alabama and Utah, those are the teams who are way up there. Yeah. Well, Wisconsin, uh, even Michigan, all up there in the weight category. They're designed that yes, way. Yes, that's like their archetype. Exactly. Colorado, certainly, at least in this version of this team, is built to be fast. Yes. Uh, and we know they have a ton of speed. So, yeah, it's a, it's just fun. It's a funny narrative out there, and I love that this data's out here. You know, Iowa's another one up in that upper quadrant of, yep. uh, of weight. Um, but I love that someone went out there and did this. So shout out to CFB numbers and also CFB data for putting this together and just squashing the, you know, the whole, the entire idea. So just a, a few other things on this. CU's near like the 65th percentile, which is the end of the graph in terms of height. Mm -hmm. And that is so apparent. You look at their two tackles, Tank and Savion Washington are both at least 6'8", I think Savion is. Tank 6'10", Cormani is tall as hell. Yep. Travis, did you see that picture they put up of the no passing zone with the street yep. sign? Look at how tall Travis is in I that know. picture. That was one of the big ones that I was uh, bookmarking on. Yeah. People were like, who's 12? He looks tiny. I'm like, oh, you're going to learn who 12 is. <laughs> Real quick. Um, but yeah, save that graphic uh, anytime someone else says yeah. and I mean, garbage like that couple big corners, couple big wide receivers. Yes, know. Javon Antonio. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um the one thing that they don't have is the, you know, the giants in the trenches other than Tank, mm -hmm. who's obviously a giant literally. Right. And Savion Washington also really big. Yes. Um, but I mean in terms of that interior, you know, they they don't have any anything uh near the kid for TCU. Where's TCU? They're that right. dude's probably bringing them up. Um, they're right near Arizona and Washington. They're right under Washington. Oh, okay. So right in that same kind of yeah. area. But I mean, you say that, but Shane Cokes is six three. Bishop Thomas is six two. Chance Maine's six four. I mean, in terms of weight. Oh, in terms that's of that's why you're seeing them a little bit below that middle line in weight. So they don't have any just 
just absolute, you know, TCU kid, thick boys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else on this? That's all I got. All right. Did you see what I tweeted about it? Uh, no, I haven't been on Twitter very much today. It was actually last night, but um, I read the comments on the no passing zone thing. Yeah. And like half of them are Nebraska fans. Yeah. So then I was just like, Oh, I did see that tweet. Yeah. yeah so I was like, All right, I'm going to do some research on this. So I went over to Nebraska's page and I just looked at some of their tweets. There's no CU fans in there trying to troll. And I said, This is a beautiful thing. Nebraska fans are thinking about Colorado more than Colorado is thinking about Nebraska. Yep. And they love to say that that's not the case. So uh, it's a beautiful thing to see the proof in the pudding there. They are so locked in to what is going on at Colorado. And someone tweeted at me today. I want to read it. Give me a second to find it um, about this topic. This is Jay Weaver said, dude, I live in Omaha and they are so out of their heads over prime. He already <laughs> lives rent free in the heads of all Nebraskans. That's insane. From behind enemy lines there. I love it, man. Um, yeah. Lots of teams are out there worried about Colorado these days. And it's funny because, like you said, I don't see CU fans dogging on everyone else's posts, but literally USC fans are trying to get in on Colorado mm -hmm. stuff. Mm -hmm. uh, FSU, of course. Like, it's just funny. By the way, um, we have a shirt coming out oh. soon. How about soon? This, uh, this exact thing that's going on. I'm going to show it to you, Jake, right now. Okay. And you can just give your live reaction. I will. Hell yes. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. Stay tuned. We got some merch coming. Yep. All right. Shout out to Snarfs. Um, we don't get Cubanos today or what? Yeah. Caitlin. So hungry. Dang. That's how it is, I guess. Uh, but Snarks is all about quality. They only buy the best ingredients. Um, they got signature bread, white or wheat. Um, and then, do you know how to say this word? Hot giard. Oh, come on, what, bro. I have no idea what that is. Jardinera. Jardinera peppers. Come on, house bro. Made. Get you can, some culture. <laughs> you can go buy a whole jar uh, at one of their stores or even on their website. That, let me just tell you. So... Jardinera is like a um, medley of peppers, little couple veggies, and then you marinate it in like a hot oil. Uh huh. And you put it on a sandwich, like usually, you know, an Italian sandwich, like an Italian beef uh, in Chicago. Yeah. And the ones that they, the one that they make at Snarfs is legit. Sandwich peppers are the best, man. Oh, yeah. Um, but Snarfs is amazing, man. They got tons of options on their menu. Uh, great bread to cheese to meat ratios. Um, can't say enough about enough good things about them. Download the Snarfs app for online ordering and delivery. You can also join Snarf Rewards and receive a special welcome offer of five dollars off an order of ten dollars or more. Uh, give them a try for yourself at our Broncos tailgates all football season. And then shout out to Shador's number two. Uh, you guys know what it is. The whole Pac-12 knows what it is at this point. What did I base. get wrong, Graham? Uh, am I Italian? I'm not Italian. <laughs> I don't know what you got wrong either, though. Maybe I didn't pronounce it right. It's on I you, did. brother. I think I did. Anyways, go to plbse.com. Use the code ALLCITY, all caps, all in word at checkout. And you'll get 10% off your order of Shador's number two barbecue. All right. 
Um, do we want to talk about well-off and stuff first or do this draft? Yeah, we can talk about that. Coach's impressions. Oh, man. We had the players come up, impersonate their coaches in front of the whole team. Uh, there's a few standouts, a few duds, too. But uh, who stood out to you? What was the best one, you think? Oh, the best one was absolutely Chaz Wallace. <laughs> yeah. Chaz Wallace doing Sal Sinceri. Now, <laughs> Sal Sinceri? Sinceri? Now, I'm questioning myself. He got me all in my head about Italian words. Um He's the easiest one, right? Yes. Like, if you told me you have to impersonate one of the coaches, I would choose him. Yes. Um, I'm not going to do it. Uh, <laughs> but Chaz Walls absolutely nailed it. And the best part is no one had tried to uh, copy the walk until he did it. Right. Yeah. And he did it. Everyone just starts losing Perfect. their minds before he even gets up there. And then, of course, all the other guys have tried to copy the, the little walk. little stare up at everyone, just, like, pissed off real quick yes. and then back down at the feet. Yes. <laughs> So good. So good. My only wish is that Coach Prime would have planted the seed for them a little earlier. Yeah. So they could have practiced. Yes. Maybe like set up some props. Yes. You know, kind of like uh, they have, like if you watch Hard Knocks, like the rookie talent show. Right. Uh, and I think one of the guys one year did like an, an impression of the, uh, I think it was actually Mike Vrabel. Have you ever seen that? Uh-huh. And it was so, so good. Um so yeah, like give him a little more prep time, but Chaz Wallace nailed it. Um, and what was the one that you loved? I loved the brew one. Oh, I don't know yeah. who did it, but the Coppets? Cop oh yeah, Brady Coppets. Yeah, there we go. Um, and then I also I don't know who did it for the O line, but just when they impersonated Coach O'Boyle's little walk, his like his walk. little his little steps that he takes <laughs> and stuff, <laughs> it was so good. So good. Uh, D Mac was great too. He should have been more raspy with the voice, though, to sound like Coach Williams, though. Yeah, I mean, he had a, he had a uh, pretty good, I thought, like that <laughs> that kind of loud whisper. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then Shiloh. Come on, man! I expected more. I did too. I expected more. He went easy on him. Yeah. When they when they were like, oh, we forgot Coach Prime. I knew immediately it'd be Shiloh. Shiloh. Yep. And then I was like, let's go. This is gonna be a gem. Yeah. And it just. Wasn't quite there. Yep. Uh, he should have started with good morning. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. Ben Finneseth was good. Yeah. Ben Finneseth was great. Guy's hilarious. You can tell that that dude is just yep. a different breed with the way he talks. Yeah. <laughs> I think at the end of Well Off yesterday, he was talking about how he's got uh, your girlfriend's number and her best friend mm -hmm. in his phone. Oh, funny guy. Um, also, how about Chef? Chef went all out for coach. Okay. <clears throat> if you ever needed confirmation that the best restaurant in Boulder is in the Champion Center. Yes. It's that Dion Coach Prime Sanders, who could get a table anywhere in Colorado at any time, decided he, he on his birthday... Wanted Chef Solomon to cook up a gem for him. Yep. And uh, boy, did he. Yeah. Uh, and then plays the freaking saxophone, dude. Like, whips it out and just nails it. Happy birthday on the sax. Yeah. Wild. Insane. Uh, what can't Chef Solomon do? I know. And he does need to open his own restaurant. Just open it right off, right off campus, just so he doesn't have to go too far and bring it Yeah, I, 
I don't think he can right now. Right, of um, course. But maybe one day in retirement, he you know he opens up his own. Or yeah. not, you know, once he retires from CU. All right. That was um, awesome, and I feel uh, Coach Prime felt very special. Yes. Uh, in the room where we inter- interviewed Coach Sanford too. Yep. What's it called? I don't know. You don't know. All right, let's do this draft. Yeah, yeah. I knew somebody would say that. (laughs) (laughs) Things we're looking forward to the most this season. So now this has to be specific. Yes. Explain the ground rules here. Um, The ground rules are very, very open, Mm -hmm. but I don't want you to say like winning. You know what I mean? Right. Uh, You got to have a little bit of uh, a little bit of spice on there, a little bit of something to make it specific. Um, to make this a little more interesting because we've talked a lot about, you know, players and this and that. So we got to, uh, got to get, got to get specific here. Am I going first then? Only because I just, do you, do you guys want to, do you guys want to pick a number from one to 10 between you two and whoever's closest gets the number one pick? Sure. All right. I'm thinking of a number one to 10. What is it? Two. I can't change. Two. Seven. I went three. I was thinking. Al- I was thinking Russell Wilson and Allen Iverson all day. All right. All right. Um, you, my you first pick. Yeah, I'm gonna go first, and I'm gonna take the first Ralphie run of the season. <sighs> it's number one on my board too. <laughs> I mean, the build up. So, so she does she run at uh, TCU then? No, no. So it'd be the Nebraska game. They're used to do it where one road game per year they would take her down there. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And I think the teams just ended up hating it because it's like yeah, like you give them like a little intimidation factor in your own home. Right. Uh, so no, she stays home now. So it'll be Nebraska, packed house, Ralphie running. I just. I can already, I'm trying to imagine the sound of the crowd before that moment, but it is going to be deafening in there. Just electric. I, yeah, I'm probably going to cry. <laughs> probably <laughs> going to cry. Um, even when they just play the, like, Ralphie's hype, hype the video. video. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I would love Coach Prime. Oh, this is, next time we get a chance to talk to Coach Prime, just like in an informal setting. Mm-hmm. I want to plug for him to change the music for Ralphie. Like he's the master of theme music, right? Right. He needs to pick Ralphie's theme music uh-huh. because we've been doing ACDC. Are you ready for a good time for way too long? Yeah. Way too long. <laughs> it doesn't even hit that hard. Like it's not even a top five ACDC song in terms of the way it hits. Uh, so let's, uh, let's get coach prime to choose Ralphie a new theme song. That'd be great. Uh, your pick. All right. Um, there's a lot of options here, but I am going to go and and I am predicting a little here too. I hope you'll allow it. Okay. A Shador Sanders game-winning touchdown drive. That's allowed. It's gonna happen. Yes. And I am so looking forward to it. Like I can't remember the the last time that if Colorado got the ball down six, two minutes and twelve seconds left, they're the ball on their own twenty. Mm-hmm. I would have been confident, like, we got this shit. Yeah. Um, you know, we talk about, like, kind of bookmarks in the season. Like, that's almost a bookmark for the entire era. Whenever that happens, and I'm sure the circumstances surrounding the game and all that are going to play in, but, like, those are the type of moments you look back on and you go, that's, this is when things changed. Yep. 
Absolutely. All right. Um, you again. This is me again. All right. I am going to go. Uh, I've got my next pick already, so. That's fine. Yeah. I'm going to go tail <laughs> the tailgates scene uh -huh. for the CSU game. Okay. 8 p.m. Sure. game. Students take this one really personally. All the time in the world to get uh, loosened up before the game. Yeah. That scene is going to be out of control. Obviously, the tailgate leading up to Nebraska will be great, too. But the students, it's going to be a tough one for them. Are you going to make it to 8 p.m. on that night? I will. Can I you will. make it past halftime? Uh, yes. <laughs> I will make I. That is my promise. I will make it. I've already planted the seed with you that, like, might not be on that post-game show. <laughs> I know. But, uh, no, I'll, I'll make it. Okay. I, I'm, I'm, a, uh, I'm, a, I'm a veteran. All right. Um, for my next pick, I'm going to go for the first time Dylan Edwards just breaks one wide open. Mm, so um, either a run or a kick return. But, like, the moment that that kid just gets 10 yards of space and there's no one in front of him and you just see you what's going to happen like or maybe like him outrunning an angle or something like that's just going to be so hype and just yep. uh incredibly fun that's just one of my favorite parts of uh football is like those big gains where the crowd is like oh and you just hear like the build up of the excitement uh, i love it and we're gonna have that moment for sure Luis, that makes you sound so washed bro <laughs> What did he say? He said, I'm not looking forward to that tailgate. It's going to be a mess. Half the <laughs> students won't even make it to the game. Uh, the hill will be a drunken mess. That's awesome. That's college football, baby. Yep. Um, I'm not, if I take a third first in a row, is that cheating? Go for it. Travis Hunter's first interception. Okay. All right. I don't need to say any more. He's a beast. He's going to get many. And the first one he gets, people are going to lose their minds. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, okay. We're going to have to work on the phrasing for this one so that it fits on this graphic. But, like, America waking up to what Colorado has. Yes. That is what I'm looking forward to. Um, like, when people start to realize, oh, we were completely sleeping on this team. I can't believe we didn't realize that they were this talented. Yep. That's going to be really fun. And there's going to be a lot of people who probably won't, mm -hmm. but owe this team an apology. Yeah, we'll have to rework that. Yeah. You again. Oh, shoot. Okay. Back to me. Um, that will be sick. I am going to go with... <laughs> the first impromptu concert pregame in the middle of Folsom. I'm going to go with um man I am uh I'm struggling here. You are. I've got my next my next one. Okay. Let me go with 
Travis Hunter's Heisman campaign. Ooh, that is a good one, though. I like it. He's already started it. For sure. But when it actually starts on the field and people realize just how amazing he is, for sure. This one, that's going to get some interaction on Twitter. <laughs> well, how about my next one, then? Um, when we find out who we're playing in a bowl game. Oh, there you go. Because that's going to happen. Um, and I'm excited to see the location. I'm excited to see the team. I'm excited about everything. We're going to have a, a bowl game this year for sure. Love it. Oh, I got another one, huh? Damn. Um, I will say... Um... I'll just say Tim Brewster's next uh, <laughs> crazy speech. No, I can do better than that. I don't know. This is tough now. Yeah. Also, you should rename Jake's first one to Ralphie running against Nebraska, just so people don't yeah. think that we left the idea of Nebraska off of this. I will just say. Yeah. Is it cheating if I just say TCU? Like, first game of the season? I thought you were going Tim Brewster. No, I can do better than that. Okay. But, I mean, it's last round. I don't know what else to pick either. You what? We did. We did. I said, I said Ralphie's run. First Ralphie run. No, we can't make everything just like, okay, Ralphie running against Nebraska, tailgating against Nebraska. Okay, first I've got mine. When Coach Prime comes on this show. There we go. Love it. Um, that doesn't need any explaining either. It's just going to be a hype moment. Prime time is no longer a thing, Yaya. Coach Prime, baby. <laughs> um, all right. Give me Coach Prime's pregame speech against TCU. Yep. For sure. How long do you think it lasts, his first speech? Like, is he going to go hard, or is it like a, a quick hitter? Like, two minutes, and we're just running out the tunnel. Um, I think that one is going to be a long one. I think that's going to be a long one. Literally, like, setting the tone of the era, basically. I know. I... I think we, we needed a 10-round draft here. There's Why? so many more things that I could list really? off that I'm looking forward to. Um, what, else, what are they, though? Like, I didn't want to just follow up you picking Travis's first pick with Travis's first touchdown. Right. But also, like, that's going to be so electric. Yes. Um, well, I mean, Cormani's first interception. Yeah, exactly. Like, like I, I didn't want to get too into player stuff mm -hmm. um, because, like, everyone doing something is going to get me fired For up. sure. For sure. Um, I, I'm, like, such a sicko that... I was watching these blowouts over the last few years where we're just getting killed just in hopes that like one of my guys might make a play. Right. You know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. I get so hyped when I see like one of my guys make a play. Like the first time Demoy Kennedy flies into the flat and blows up a screen or something like yeah. that's amazing. But uh, we could do that all day long. Jimmy yeah. Horn getting in space the first time and just turning on the accelerators. Like the first time Tyler Brown pulls around and just, destroys the edge that's uh standing there waiting for him yep 
Yep. Uh, there's so many of those. Mm -hmm. uh, and then, you know, I could have done a whole list of things I'm just excited about, about the Nebraska game being obviously the oh, first home sure. game. The tailgate before that. Um, you know, just the the sound of the crowd the first time a big play is made in that game. Yeah. Uh, everything. So tried to diversify it a little bit. You know, you have the Shador game winning drive. Um, and then I tried to stay away from as much like individual moments as possible. Right. Because you, you could go on and on and on about that. Yeah, I mean, I should have said, uh, I should have said like the new game day atmosphere. Oh, yeah. Yeah kind of want to trade can i trade my can i trade one out sure <laughs> we'll do it afterwards um, um but yeah it's like it's like a whole nother level of excitement yep like this season um i mean i was only here last year and of course it was a down year but everything's just been like the knob has been broken everything's turned to the max plus 10 totally so yeah and, and i even just mean like the music that's going to be played right. at the stadium um, want to know something? I'm the really band stepping their game up for Coach Prime. Like I just think everything is going to be elevated and a little bit different, and I'm really, really excited about it. You know, it's something I'm really excited for actually. Merch, like the merch that DNVR MCU is gonna come out with. Oh yeah. With Coach Prime is gonna be really good. Yeah, we got a, uh, we got some good stuff coming on the merch front. Uh, another good one when the first recruiting flip happens. Mm. For the 24 class. That's a great one. That's a great one. See, we could have gone on forever. Yeah. Uh, tons of great moments. People are saying the uniforms. Yep. I still don't know. They've done a great job of keeping what's going on with the uniforms under wraps. Oh, yeah. They always do, actually. Mm -hmm. The last time they changed their uniforms, I had to. I was the sleuthiest I've ever sleuthed. <laughs> Trying to figure out whatever, what they were doing. Was that when you watched the live stream? Yep. The construction <laughs> Have you camp. told that story? I think I have. Yeah. Oh, it's so I, good. I, I, I was actually alerted to it by uh, a listener of this show, Matt Robbins, who said, hey, turn on, <laughs> turn on the construction cam right now. They're doing a photo shoot on the field for the new uniforms. <laughs> That's so good. It was awesome. Anything else we're missing out on? I guess uh, someone said recruiting visits too. Like those games are going to be hype. Yep. Um, Post game shows with Neely. Of course. Of I mean, course. I didn't want to get too. Uh, I know. Same. Self serving, but yeah. I'm, uh, for all the content we're going to create, I'm so excited. I'm so excited for media day tomorrow. That's going to be sick. So just so you guys know, uh, Colorado media day. So like local media day tomorrow, uh, up in Boulder, and. We're going to get to talk to Coach Prime again, which, you know, the last time Coach Prime talked was incredible. Yep. Uh, also turned out to be the most viewed video in the history of this company. Wild. Yes. Over 330,000 views now. Um, Crazy. We did, uh, we did numbers on that one. Thanks, Coach Prime. And <laughs> um, then we're getting to talk to upwards of 30 players. Yep. And so we have a plan for different things that we're going to be doing with different guys. Um, hopefully, we don't know exactly what the setup is going to be, 
but I'm hoping, you know, if you guys remember from media day, like those little standing off to the side interviews we did with like a guy like Cam Ward, uh, hoping to do those style interviews with a bunch of different guys. Yep. Uh, so looking forward to that. But yeah, I mean, we could we could have gone on and on and on. Yep. Tons of content coming tomorrow. Super excited. Um, yeah. And we have a practice tomorrow, too. So, yep. Going to be a fun day. Shout out to Saturday Neon. How's the spirit of the buffs today? Let's go. Bright as ever. Oh, spirit's going strong. Saturday Neon is a company started by two friends of former college roommates at CU who make officially licensed collegiate logo LED neon signs. They're based out of Denver. Everything's shipped that you need to mount power and dim every sign. They're easy to install and operate. 19 other schools, including CU, Go to their website, SaturdayNeon.com. Use the code DMVR. You'll get 10% off your order today, and it's free shipping on orders over 200 bucks. Also, shout out to Bacchus and Shanker. If you need the Sue, smash the two, 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 two. Bacchus and Shanker have been helping those who have been seriously injured in Colorado for more than 25 years. Uh, they win for Colorado families and win you a bag. They've won over a billion dollars for their clients. No fees to speak with them about your case. No fees while they work on your case and no fees. Unless they win your case and win money for you. They help with all kinds of injury cases where you weren't at fault, car accidents, motorcycle, ride share, pedestrian, trucks, even if you're injured at work. Again, 222-2222. Bacchus and Shanker wins. And finally, our friends at Shady Rays. Take on the sun with gear built to last. Shady Rays is just clutch, man. Uh, it's been a hot summer been a, a nice summer though the sunshine's come out it's beautiful um boulder's amazing wherever you are in the country though make sure you have your shady rays um even if you or if you lose or break your pair they will replace them no questions asked even if you get your pair within the first 30 days and don't like them shady rays will replace those no questions asked go to shadyrays.com or go to the park meadows mall to shop their entire collection use the code dmvr you'll get 50 percent off two or more pairs of polarized sunglasses and you can try for yourself the shades rated five stars by over 250,000 people. What's up, Mr. Velkin? That's my guy. There you go. Um, a couple of people in the comments said, like, hopefully the media is just, you know, DNVR and Adam. And we'd be so lucky. I am going to warn you guys. Tomorrow's going to be the worst one yet. Ooh. Think so? Yeah. You're going to have the people that there'll be people there who are coming for the first time mm. and they're going to ask like, why did you come to Colorado? Like, <laughs> we're, I promise you tomorrow's going to be bad. If we get one more fucking question <laughs> about the names on the back of the jerseys. Oh, that's coming, baby. Oh my God. It's coming. Get ready. Ah. Uh. Um, we should have an opportunity to get Travis one-on-one -on -one again, though. So we could actually ask him some questions beyond, would you rather play receiver or corner? Yeah. Yeah. Or um, what's it like being famous? Yeah. Yeah. Do you have uh, people coming up to you all the time here on campus? Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be... Uh, it's going to be a rough one tomorrow, but we're going to get a bunch of great content out yep. of it, so... Forget them. Um, Ed asked, does the Buffalo live on campus? No. The Buffalo, Ralphie, she lives in an undisclosed location yep. for her safety. Yep. We don't mess around with Ralphie 
here in Colorado. We keep her under lock and key. Even uh, when Coach Prime met her, she comes down to Folsom. Yep. Well, Coach Prime, yeah, like they'll take people out there um, for like special things like that. But yeah, she has her own little ranch and she lives like the absolute queen that she is. Yep. Our queen. All right, questions. Let's do this. Uh, Julian, they have Shador at 19 and a half touchdowns this year. Would you take it over? Who's they? Smash it. I, don't, I, don't, I want it on this. We can't bet on it here in Colorado. I know. But I know. I need a, I want to bet on some player props for the crush Buffs. Crush that, awesome. dude. Yeah, I think that's over. Um, be one of the few quarterbacks at CU to throw for 20 touchdowns, but he's got that in him. I'll say this. I may have crushed the uh, overwind line multiple times already. So I saw somewhere that one uh, sports book is reporting that's their most bet on college football bet. Interesting. Is Colorado over three and a half. It's going to happen. Yeah. Very interesting. Uh, Chris, are there any NIL DMVR player shirts coming? We had a meeting about that last week. The, uh, the irons are in the fire. Hell yeah. Stay tuned up eric how are you man how much uh with how much rent free in his head do you think secretly matt roll will ask for coach prime's autograph <laughs> probably hey yeah yeah can you make yeah there we go thank you uh kai guy our fully new uniform still not coming till next year that's what i i i was told multiple times early on mm -hmm. um, but i also said back then when i was told that like Coach Prime gets what Coach Prime wants. So maybe he and Smitty pulled some strings. No. Yep. Um, but I guess we'll find out. That's what I mean. I, ha I haven't heard anything about it in a while. Uh, Ed is asking, what music did Coach Prime request from the band? Well, his theme music, yeah. um, which has a great horns line in it. Uh -huh. So that's going to sound sick coming from the band. Can't wait. Uh, do we think? Do you think we get any of uh, Coach Prime's favorite uh, R&B songs in a in a band rendition? I'm sure. Be tight. Yeah. Yep. Um, the song they played yesterday when they came in for his birthday, Prime yeah. Time. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe it's that one. <laughs> uh, Eric's asking if we have any weekend plans. Do you have any weekend plans? Surely hoping that we get invited uh, <laughs> to do some stuff in Boulder. That would be great. Uh, B. Wilk. We'll see. Do you guys have a plan to work into the background for the Coach Prime series? I want a Jake and RK photobomb. Um, I'm sure you'll see us at least once in that. I figure, yeah, he'll probably make an appearance at some point. Yeah. Someone who knows someone should let them know that, you know, I'm happy to be one of those, like, oh, for sure. Side voices. Yeah. I actually did tell someone who's working on it, like, let me know if you need anything. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Pete. As a lifelong Buff fan, I, need, I tend to be pessimistic in fall camp. Given all the optimism this year, what is one position group slash facet of the game we are concerned with heading into week one? We've talked about this a couple times. Um, <clears throat> I'm starting to feel better about the offensive line. Yeah. Uh, I certainly wouldn't put myself in the confident category there, mm -hmm. but I, I'm feeling better. Um, I also think that the, the style of offense and having a really smart quarterback will just help. Right. Um, so that one a little bit. And then the one for me that I'm just 
I think is lacking. We talked about it earlier. It's just that interior size on the defensive line. Yes. Um, it's they just don't have that massive block eater mm-hmm. out there. And I don't necessarily think that precludes them from being good against the run, but it's just a nice thing to have. Right. Nice thing to have. Put them out there on first down, force two guys to block them, you know, open up some things for the linebackers behind them. Um, and I've said it. I think if they protect the quarterback and stop the run, this team's going to be good, really good. Um, again, this is another position we talked about a lot, is just the tight ends. What happens there? Um, how much does that affect the offense that they didn't really improve that position, I guess, from last year? And uh, how much does Coach Brew's coaching really impact them to turn those guys who are on last year's team into actual players in the Pac-12? That's probably what I'd say. Yeah. Um. Oh, DCB is are y'all? Are you excited about the new merch? Haven't seen it, but I love black and gold, so I'm all the way in. Amen. Great answer. Uh, Jay Wolf again. The culture created by Coach Prime. How do you describe it? Wait. Good edit on the comment there. Yep. Um. <laughs> tenacious. Ooh. Um. Just dedication. Dedication to everything, to your university, to your coaches, to your teammates, to the game. Yeah. Um, I just I, I think of that word tenacious. I think of tenacity because everything they do is so purposeful mm-hmm. and so uh, serious. Yep. You know what I mean? Like they have a lot of fun, but the way that they're attacking the weight room, the way that they're attacking the film room, the way that they're attacking practice is very serious and so like the tenacity is what stands out to me about everything that they do for sure uh my guy mr velkin over under how many reporters will call him dion what do you set the line at three and a half no four and a half there's i mean not in the press conference because oh just overall what i'm just saying is people have gotten pretty smart about just saying coach yeah so i don't think it's gonna happen tomorrow I, I we'll we'll get one. Okay. All right. We'll so we'll set it at point five. We'll get one. I will cringe so intensely if someone opens a question with "Hey Dion." What if they say "Mr. Sanders"? Uh, That's also weird. I mean, I don't think he'd outright say anything about that one. Yeah. But the comments uh, after the fact would probably light that person up. Yes. <laughs> about Coach Sanders, which I can see that too. <clears throat> That's also again. Uh, not great, but uh, that one will get called out. Yes. Uh, Ken, if you had to choose a position room to sit in for their meetings, which room? Great question. Um, the way I, I don't know, I think so much about offense and I think so much about quarterback that it would we, be that for me. You have to take that one out. Yeah. That's the easy one. Okay. Taking quarterbacks out. Um, I'd say Coach Kelly. Yeah. Sit in with those safeties. Yeah, I think so, too. Uh, Jay Wolf, how's the vibe in the room during media day? We'll I, find out. Yep. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll give you all you need to know tomorrow. Owens, what did we major in? I, I majored in journal, broadcast journalism and communication. Yep, same thing. Really? Yeah. We've never talked about that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the program I went to wasn't great, but... Yeah, I think CU has a lot of work to do on their journalism program as well. Yeah. Um, 
but most of my experience came from just working in the field while I was in college. Literally, though, the internship I had at the news station back then was literally the most I learned yeah. when I was in college. I remember uh, working with Adam, Munster Tiger, mm -hmm. and back then they had a show called Buff Stampede Radio, yep. and that was like, I just looked forward to that so much every single day, or every single week, mm -hmm. and... Yeah, that was kind of my, my start in all of this. And it was so much more valuable to what I'm doing right now than anything they taught me in school. I was uh, an intern um, at a station in New Mexico, and we just covered, I mean, there's not much to cover out there. We covered UNM, but it was UNM football's best season in like the last 20 years. That's just sick. some miraculous chance that I was able to like work that. So that was dope. Who was there? Anyone I would remember? Um, on that team? Yeah. Probably not. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Probably not. Who's the quarterback? Um, I th it was a couple guys. I think Apodaca, Austin Apodaca. Yeah, he's a Colorado um, kid, I think. Is he? Yep. And then um, there was a so when I was in also, high school, I believe it's Apodaca. Whatever. <laughs> there, <laughs> there was a <laughs> there was a high school in Albuquerque, or uh, I guess just outside of Albuquerque, that like turned into a power and. They had a guy named Cole Gauchi who played quarterback, and he went to UNM. Okay. He was pretty good, but he uh, didn't play very much, I think, because he struggled with concussions. Mm, damn, hate that. But uh, what year is this? 2016, they went 9-4. and four. Their best season since 07. So that was dope. What else we got? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Nicholas, who, oh. do you, uh, who do you guys think will be first and second in sacks? Mm, good question. I will go JD number one. Mm -hmm. Jordan Dominic. Um, I, I keep forgetting that people don't like when you only refer to players by their nicknames. Yep. Um, Derek McClendon number two. I will throw out Bishop Thomas as number two, Ooh. but I'll stay with JD. Okay. I think Bishop Thomas can be a nightmare. Just that he's so quick for his size. It's really amazing. Yeah. Yeah, he is. He's going to be fun to watch, man. Uh, <laughs> Tyler says I get so much pleasure out of flaming you. <laughs> I just think that's a funny bit that you pronounced names wrong. So I get a pleasure out of correcting you. <laughs> do I pronounce names wrong or do you just offer these alternate <laughs> pronunciations just to fuck with my mind? I don't know. That'd be funny, too, though. <laughs> All right. Uh, is that it, then? All right, we'll, we'll go then. Yaya's uh, pressing us out again. If your question didn't get read, 1,000% Yaya's yeah, fault. Blame Yaya. Blame Yaya for maybe, everything today, maybe actually. Maybe if CU, the CU Buffs guys, the DNVR Buffs guys, weren't twerking all morning and just pretending to work, this show would get started on time on a daily basis, and I wouldn't have to pressure him out. That's, Next time you listen to the show, remember that. That's absolutely crazy. Speaking of starting on time, we have no idea how long yes. Media Day is going to take tomorrow. Um, so I, did we formally push the show back? I don't I think, think so. I think we actually did say two o'clock, but I'm not sure. Uh, okay. We, we might have to push back tomorrow. So just so you guys know, we're not twerking. We're actually working very hard. Um, yeah, I don't have anything that says how long we'll be going tomorrow. So I don't know. I just have a feeling on it, but Hey, I hope. We're back here by 1 o'clock with a ton of good content for you. Yes, sir. Skull Buffs? Skull Buffs.